Episode 4, back to 1792. Sandy is first into the time door, followed by Greg and Joe. The door is closed and Rose sets a microwave for the derelict railway bridge four hours before the start of the mission. Unfortunately, they were teleported into the main offices. Well, this isn't the railway bridge. Rose, where are we and what year have we travelled to? Well, according to the display, the year and time arrive, but the location simply says Earth. Hey, Capitan, come to the window, look. There's a railway bridge. Didn't do too badly then, did I? Not too bad at all, Joe. But we've got to get out of here, unseen, and find out what the guard meant by the strange noises and what the meeting was all about. We all need a search for clues. There's a note here from the boss regarding Joel. Oh, maybe I'm employee of the month. It says he's useless and a waste of company's resources. It says when ordering supplies for the space bug, instead of renewing the air brakes, you put in an order for 15 crates of cornflakes. Well, that'll explain all the cornflake pasties. Then it goes on and in bold letters it just says terminate. Oh, that's a little harsh. Have you found anything, Joe? A little harsh? Give me that. Have you found anything? Only this CD program. It says the master's on it, but we don't need that as we already have it. Give me that, Joe. That makes sense now. I've got to download this into Amber's files to get this far. Nice one, Joe. So I'm not a waste of space after all. You're right. Anyway, we've got to find out what this means all about without being seen. Follow me. Right, it's all clear outside. Let's go. Keep close to me, guys. Do you know where we are going, or do you know what we are looking for? We have to discover what this meeting was all about, and why the boss isn't saying a word. He's been so secretive lately. No wonder the guard was paranoid. But why? I don't understand this. Intruders! Let's find out who these intruders are, and we can save the day. Quick! Someone's coming! In here! Rose, where are the intruders? Sector 5. And what sector are we on? You seem to be in Sector 5. My reading shows something different, Captain. Apparently, you're in a garden centre in Weymouth. You seem to be working the same as your crosswords, Amber. Clueless. I'll have less of that, young lady. You and your Sudoku. Can you do Sudoku? Oh, that's easy for you to say. Anyway, can you two stop your quibbling, please? We're in grave peril here. If that door opens, Rose, I need you to teleport us to another part of the building. Okay, Captain. Get me down, the door. Now, Rose. Whoa, are we still in the same building? What does that sign say? It looks like 10% of all house plants over the bank holiday. So where are we now, Rose? That wasn't me, Captain. It looks like Amber's lending a hand. I'll just check your bearings, Captain. Hmm, looks like you're in a garden centre in Weymouth. Don't you? That's only because you put them there. Maybe. This machine is fun. You can go anywhere. Just take us back to the offices, please, you two. Right on it, Captain. Uh, Amber, 
I'll carry on with this if you like. I've just found a Dr. Dot on External Drive 63 that needs doing. Oh, super. Rose, can you carry on here, please? I've got some serious work to do. Okay, Captain. Teleporting you back now. Nice one, Rose. No, it's not. They're mine. And there'll be trouble if Amber finds my paint by numbers. Looks like we're back on track now. Greg, can you check your comm nav and guide us towards the nerve centre so we can find the aliens? Joe, can you... What have you got there? Uh, I found it in the garden centre. I thought the space bug could do with a nice plant in it to brighten the place up. But uh, didn't it come with a pot and perhaps a few words? Well, I wasn't going to carry all that. It's bloody heavy. Anyway, it snapped off when I picked it up. Greg, the nerve centre... Oh yeah, down this corridor, third door on the left, but there will probably be people in there. Well, we'll tackle that when we get there. Oh, should have brought the duck oil. Great, there's no one in here. I wonder where they are. Start at the main computer, Greg, and find out where everyone's gone. Bing bong wow, that sounds like our computers. Well, it would, wouldn't it, as soon as they built the space bug? Uh, according to this, they have called an emergency meeting to find the alien intrusion. Uh, they all have radar scopes to detect them. Look, there's one here. The blue dots show where the humans are and the red dots are the aliens. And there are three red dots in this room. There are lots of blue dots heading this way. But the weird thing is that there are no blue dots in this room. Just three red. That's bad news, guys. That means that we're the aliens. And it's us that's caused all of this! Rose, teleport us out of here! Teleport into safe territory, Captain. Oh, all this teleporting's making me feel really weird. Well, the whole thing sounds weird now. The alien intrusion seems to be us. And the sounds that the guard told us about must have been the teleporter. I just don't understand how we showed up as aliens. Rose! Oh, that bit's easy, Captain. Your presence is Sandy, Greg and Joel, are showing us asleep under an old derelict railway bridge. So right now you don't exist in that time scale. However, the Heta job tab that you all took is tripping the invader monitors. What the booger, eh? So where have you taken us now then? And why didn't you bring us back? I couldn't bring you back, as Joel doesn't seem to be functioning properly. So I took you to a safer time and area. And when does Joel ever function properly? Uh, has anyone seen my camel? To be serious for a moment, it's not a good idea to teleport back to the space bug in bad health. You could infect the ship. So where exactly are we now and in what period? I've taken you to a sheltered wooded area in Courvey, Switzerland, and it's 1792. You need to find a doctor. Oh, I don't feel well. Oh my, oh. Did Elvis ring my mum? Well, I'd better find Joel a doctor then, but that could be tricky as he probably won't be wearing a white gown with a stethoscope around his neck. Well, before we do anything, we need to blend it with locals so it's not a lot like we're from Star Trek. Oh, does he watch everyone here? You know what I mean, Greg. Are you okay to walk, Joel? Walk? Me walk? But I haven't got any legs. I'm, um, I'm merely an egg. Greg, 
You're going to have to get yourself kitted out and find help. Okay, boss. Where is the nearest fancy dress shop? They're not even fancy dress, are they? That's what they used to wear. See if you can find a clothesline or something. Try that farm building over there. Sure, it looks like I get this short store again then, doesn't it? Rose, you'll have to help me out here. Greg leaves Sandy to construct a makeshift shelter to look out for Joe while he ventures on to find help. He finds a sheet and wraps it around himself to blend in. He sees a tall man being taunted by children, so he moves in to help. Hey you kids, allez, allez, away with you. Have you no homes to go to? Ah, merci, monsieur. I owe you a debt of gratitude. Uh, no problem, but uh, why was it taunting you? Oh, I don't know. It's what I have to put up with these days. Ah, but it amuses them. I'm a stranger to them, because I don't come from round these parts, so they taunt me. So where is it that you hail from? Oh, I'm from a little village in France. You don't sound very French. Yeah, sorry about that. I can't do the accent. Yes, I struggle with it myself. I'm uh, looking for a doctor right now, as my friend has travelled far and is very ill. Uh, can you direct me to one? Zootalors. How strange is this? I'm a doctor, I am, and I can repay your kindness. Take me to your friend. It's the least I can do to help. Really? Thank you. He's in a bad way and is rather confused. His name is Joel. The captain, Sandy, she's looking after him in the woods. And my name is Greg, and I'm very pleased to meet you. You're a lifesaver. Likewise, sir. But what is this? These strange names and captain? Is that of a ship? Are you pirates? Oh, no, no, monsieur. We are just like you, strangers in another's land. You could say we're different too, but uh, not pirates. Sandy likes to be called captain. Uh, she likes to think she's the boss, and we let her. She's a woman, and you don't want to upset a woman now. <laughs> 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 I see now, sir. Very liberal thinking indeed. Now, take me to this Joel. Capitaine! Capitaine! Where are you? I found someone to help. I'm over here, Greg! Joel's really acting strange. He's delirious. I brought help. This is Doctor... Uh, what was your name? Oh, Doctor Ordinaire at your service, ma'am. Call me Pierre. Now... Show me this patient. Ah, oh, yes. It seems to me he's in need of my hot broth and some special elixir. I live over yonder, and we need to get in there, really. You're all welcome as guests in my home for as long as it takes. Greg, did you borrow my gherkin slicer? At the doctor's place, Joel is resting upstairs, falling in and out of consciousness. Dr. Ordinaire is downstairs with Sandy, making up his elixir. This is so very kind of you, Dr. Pierre. We are very grateful for your hospitality. So what exactly is in this potion of yours? That I cannot tell you, ma'am, for it's my secret recipe. Though I can tell you it contains wormwood, and I noticed that Joel had some in his pocket. It's the gene strain I've been seeking. 
I shall use that if thee have no objections. Go right ahead, Dr. Pierre. Joel only wanted it to brighten up the space, space on the sideboard. We can always get him some more on the way home. Thank you, Mum. I shall save a cotton to cultivate more from should I need it later. How long will this elixir take to make? I shall infuse a little in some tea, which he can sip slowly on. I need to make up a concentrated formula, which will take about three days to make. Well, I hope you don't mind, but I have to be off now. I have some business to take care of. My friend Amber is in need of my assistance. I shall leave you now while you prepare the elixir. Greg will keep an eye on Joel while I'm away. I'll be back in two days. Oh, I do hope this Amber is in no ill health too. No, Amber is, you could say, one of those who never gets ill. It's only a brain that gets a bit confused sometimes. It's a woman thing. Oh, I don't understand women. But as you're a female, it's fortunate that she has you to help. I wish you well on your journey. Take my horse and cart. It'll speed you along the way. Well, I will return it. Oh, don't worry about that, mademoiselle. She'll come back. Just turn her round and she'll know where to go. Well, thank you again, Pierre. You really are an icon, and it's down to someone like you who has brought the world of medicine into progression. You've done so much more than you will ever know, and maybe our paths will cross again one day. Until then, I feel so proud to have met you. Thank you again. But you're only going for two days. Oh yeah. See you Wednesday then. Rose, are you there? Yes, Captain. I've been here all the time, but I couldn't speak to sure I've been heard. Trying to explain me in your pocket to a doctor in 1792 might have proved a bit difficult. Good thinking, Rose. I guessed as much. Take me to the Space Corps hangar where the space bug is kept. Teleporting you to the Space Corps hangar where the space bug is kept. Amber, are you there? Of course I am, Captain. Where else would I be? Good. Open the doors and let me in. I've got something for you. Calm down, Amber. It's just a program for you to download onto your files. It'll be an advantage in the future. Ugh, right, all done. Let me out again, Amber, and I'll see you in a few hours in a roundabout way. Rose, are you there? I don't want Amber to hear me. Because that'll really put a spanner in the works. Next, I need you to teleport me to Switzerland, but not in the woods, because it's a bit of a track. Just take me outside the lodge, two days preferably. In the morning, thank you. Sandy. Coming. How are you? Fine, thank you. How's that Alexa coming on? Oh, it's finished. Brilliant. And is Joel alright again now? Oh, he's doing really well. His appetite has improved so much to say he's eating me out of house and all. Yep, that sounds like Joel. Though he keeps saying he misses cornflakes. I can't say we have such exotic dishes, but he does seem to be making it up with what I have got. Well, don't worry about that. I'll send you a hamper to replenish your supplies. Oh, please, no. 
I don't have pets in here. Okay, I'll send you some food instead. Oh, you're too kind. Please, follow me. I'll take you to the others. Capitan, you're back. Perhaps we can get moving now? Yeah, it's a bit lame around here. They don't even have TV. Oh, we used to, but I discovered a vaccine for that. Joe, it's good to see you on your feet again. Thanks, Captain. Yeah, but he won't be on his feet for long if he keeps sipping on that elixir stuff. Well, best leave now then. We have to complete this mission. Um, forgive me, mademoiselle, but what exactly is your mission? Oh, the usual, to save the world and that sort of thing, you know. Oh, that old chestnut. Ah, oh, well, best not keep you then. I'm a busy man myself. I've got a world to cure. Well, that's sort of like what we're doing, really. Anyway, come on, guys. We have to leave now. Peter, I'd just like to say... What have you got there, Joel? Huh? Yeah? That's all right, Sandy. I told Joel he could take a couple of bottles of absinthe for his future experiments. Oh, dear. Joel's experiments tend to be a few too many glasses of Exhibit A, then followed by elaborate projective vomit painting on his walls. Though I must say I was impressed with his version of Monet's garden, and it was very imaginative to use a piece of carrot for the bridge. Uh, can we go now, s'il vous plaît? Okay, guys, let's go. Thank you again, Pierre. I'll send you some supplies. Bye then. Yeah. Bye then. You'll get a telly soon and you'll love it. You'll take care out there now. Bye then. Yeah, au revoir, Pierre. Bon voyage, Greg. See you then, Pierre. Thank you. Yeah, bye. 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 Uh, should we walk away now, Captain? Yeah, that would be best. Ta-ra. Rose, as soon as he closes the door, teleport us out of here. Rose? Are you there? Rose! for your safety that it took my entire processor offline. Everything now is back online and functioning perfectly. Oh, oh well, okay, Rose. Thank goodness you're there. Oh, you cocky little bugger. Rose, can you teleport us back to the space bug after first taking us back to the abandoned pub the day before the mission? Okay, Captain. Teleporting you back to the space bug after first taking you to the abandoned pub the day before the mission. We're here, boss. Well, as you've asked, do you remember what we were drinking the night before we left? Yeah, absinthe. A bit like the ones you're holding there. Exactly the same. Oh no, I don't like where this is going. You've got it. You need to put those bottles behind the bar so that you could collect them the night before all this started. Don't bloody blast it. There. Can we go back to the ship now? I want a cornflake pasty to drown my sorrows. <laughs> oh, poor Joe. He's so sad. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> okay, Rose, bring us home. Teleporting you back to the space bug, Captain. 
Windows got the docks and 63 storage. Oh, hi, Captain. How was the holiday? Yeah, lovely, thanks. If you could be serious for a moment, I have a job for you. I need you to collect some food supplies, including cornflakes and milk, put it all in a wicker basket with a little note saying thank you, and teleport it to Pierre's lodge. Right on it, Captain. A nice thought, too. But someone will have to take it there. Aye, Huck. Sounds like a job for me. Well, that takes care of everything. But uh, what about the mouthwash stuff? Ah, uh, yes. I've been thinking about that. And I've got a rather clever plan. Cost So Far, narrated by Gary Craig. Joel and Rose, played by Maria Craig. Greg, Sandy, Amber and Pierre, played by Gary Craig. Music by Artitude.